The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom. But I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to your show, Mom. We really are here for you. There's not a lot of media out there that is. There's a ton of media that wants you to think that there are many things that are much more important than motherhood. And that is why Channel Mom exists, to remind you how immensely important you are as a mom. And even if you don't feel appreciated or understood and you feel overworked and underappreciated, we're here to, to just to let you know how important it is that you're raising those babies and you're committed to it and you're going to make a difference for our world and the way in which you're committed to it. So thank you for what you do as moms. Boy, do we have some help for you today. Let's just be real. When people ask you, how are you doing? Do you always say, I'm fine or good or some such thing that probably is a lie? (laughs) Well, depending on the day. It's not that we all have bad days all the time. But our guest today is going to talk about the dangers of, I'm fine. And uh, she's got... Both both things she wants to talk about. She wants to talk about the dangers, but she also wants to talk about the benefits of not saying I'm fine and being real about where you're really at. Now, this isn't a negative conversation like, you know, let's just urge everybody to tell them that their life is going crappy. Um, we're not we're not expecting you to go to, to, to always feel bad and that you should just be telling everybody you're always feeling bad. But but there is that fake thing that goes on, especially in our social mm-hmm. media world. Mm-hmm. And we're here today to tell you why that's dangerous. And how, as a mother and as a woman um, and as a wife or as a single mom, mm-hmm. how being real can, can literally change your day, can change your health, can, can make you feel more mm-hmm. normal and less weird and bad and awful about yourself. I mean, just Dale being in the studio for the last 10 minutes has made me feel less weird today. Like, what's my problem? <laughs> Why am I such a horrible sinner whose life is just off the track? So um, Dale is here to help. And and she's a major motivator of moms. That's what she does. She's got four girls of her own. Uh, two are just about to be out of the house. One's on her way out and two still at home. But she's also a speaker, soon to be author. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as I said, most importantly, mother of four girls. She happens to be raising those girls on her own. So if you're a single mom, you're going to identify with some of what she is going to say today. But we want to welcome my friend Dale Scram to the mm, channel. Thank you. Yes, we're so glad to have you. <laughs> Dale is yeah, she's a blessing. She gets it. She studies this. I mean, she, she uh, to me, she has a Ph.D. in mothering, and, and I don't care about the letters behind people's names, you know? Because, I mean, with four girls, come on. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't have the boy experience, but four girls is enough to balance yeah. that out. <laughs> We're good at something exactly. by the end. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so let's let's just dive right in. Why do women say... I'm fine. I'm doing like just just today. I'm not doing great. I woke up crying. I cried for a half an hour this morning, and so and and just about everybody who's everybody who said how you doing. I'm like oh, I'm good. Like, <laughs> if you could have seen mm-hmm. me with mm-hmm. snot and all the stuff coming out of me, you mm-hmm. know, at seven this morning, you would have been like, man, are you a liar? So, <laughs> I, but I think a lot of women are there, and it makes them feel less known. Mm-hmm. 
and all kinds of things, but I'm, I'm not going to take away your thunder here. What, why is it that there's a danger in saying, I'm fine, I'm doing great, I'm good? What, what's going on there? I think there's shame that's attached to answering in any other way besides I'm fine. We somehow believe in our culture that if we're not fine, something's wrong with us, as if yeah. our struggles say something negative about us, that we are not pulling off fine, so we're somehow diminished a bit inferior. It can actually affect our worth and value as women. So we don't want to put that out there in front of others. We want to say, I'm fine. We're also concerned about burdening others with our issues. So we hold it all in. But then there's this other thing that happens in the faith community that I see a lot. And that is women who believe that it's their job to make God look better by being okay, by being fine. And so we believe that we have to shine him up and we run PR for him all the time. And yet the whole point is not how shiny we are and how fine we are. The point is how loving and forgiving and accepting he is to take on knuckleheads like us. That is much more a place of rest. And that's good. And and you know that I work real hard on the show to talk to both women who love and follow Jesus and other women who are sort of thinking about it. And then when women that aren't there at all, um, because all moms matter and we Mm -hmm. want, we want to help Mm -hmm. every mom, but absolutely. I I love that you made a couple of different distinctions there that, that one is no matter where you are, when it comes to faith to to fake it because of some kind of shame is, is, is damaging. It is. And then the faith thing. I love that. It is so true that I, and I'll be honest when I pray, I sometimes feel guilty before God if I'm not feeling good, <laughs> meaning I feel like I know mm-hmm. I should be thanking you. I know I should be grateful. I'm so grateful that I don't have cancer. I'm grateful that my children are alive. Please don't take them away because I've got a bad attitude. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then we forgot to read the Psalms where David is like, take my enemies out. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's a horrible, horrible season. I mean, yeah. God's like, I know I've been through it all. Yeah. You don't have to shine it up for me. But, but you, you know don't. what I mean? Like even in prayer, Absolutely. I'm afraid to be honest with Absolutely. God. Absolutely. Because how we are before others a lot of times is an indication of how we are before God. They speak to each other. So if we're saying I'm fine to people, we probably have that kind of thing going on with God too. Okay. So you gave us some kind of the reasons that we do it and, and, and a few of the manifestations, you know, shame is a manifestation. What, what what are some of the, the, the dangers like to us physically, to us mentally, to us spiritually, when we're pretending to be fine when we're not, and and by the way, I'm not saying that that every lady out there is surely deeply depressed, and she better <laughs> stop saying I'm fine. I'm not saying that. I, but I am saying, um, I've got to mm-hmm. believe there are days mm-hmm. when everybody's not fine, and they right. say they are anyway. Right. So, so, so what is the danger to us when we're doing that? Yeah, I think as a community, it isolates us. If everyone we know says I'm fine, then I start to think something's wrong with me. Yes. And and I start to then hide myself. So then I don't get support and help from what's going on, for what's going on in my life. And uh, it just goes deeper in. So I, I, and I feel like I can't do that with anyone. So I'm stuck with whatever it is I'm facing with no resources available because I have to show others that I'm fine. So there's the isolation piece. And by the way, if somebody else tells you they're fine when you're not fine, like, hey, how are you doing? I'm great. Like, You're really? like, oh, what's my problem? Exactly. I should be able to pull this together. And especially as moms, too. I think moms have such a comparison oh. thing. Oh. Do, do you know what yes. I mean? That, oh, we, yes. that we all want to be one-upping the Absolutely. mom next door. And yes. look at her. She looks perfect in her little tennis outfit. And <laughs> her house is all clean. And yeah. her child's an understudent. And yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So, so when somebody else says I'm fine to you and you're not, that makes you feel bad. And when you say I'm fine, that's isolating. It's perpetuating this picture that life is supposed to look perfect and yeah. it's not yeah that is not the female experience that is yeah. not the human experience yeah. and we don't have much need for god if everything is fine <laughs> yeah. so it's just not a real picture of life and if that becomes the lens then we'll always feel like we should hide it from everyone so again once we go into hiding we're stuck with everything and, you know the only thing that can be healed is the stuff that's revealed and it's isolating um so, and I, I imagine a lot of women are, are identifying with this right now. And we're, we're going to move on to, to some other topics that, that deal with the I'm fine syndrome in the, in the next segment. But but what about having to fake it till you make it? What about the folks that are saying, well, I'm just saying I'm fine because I don't want to. I'm tired of being negative. I feel like I owe more to God. I feel like I owe more to family than just telling people for six weeks. I'm not fine. I'm, I'm doing bad. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do you make that step from not being fine to, to try our to have a good attitude. Yes, yeah. our beliefs do matter, and, and we are responsible for that. So we can get into a negative bias where we start just to see glass half empty. Yeah. So I believe it comes down to balance, that when someone asks me how I'm doing, and I'm, I'm not doing that great, I might just say, you know what, I'm doing okay, and I leave it at that. Yeah. Now, I'm not asking them to step in and solve my problems. I'm just being honest. It kind of leaves a little space. If if they bite and they want to hear more, then I can choose what I share. Sometimes I'll actually say, you know, I'm not so good today, but thanks for asking. I just end it right so there. They don't have to, so it's just honest. Again, it's letting them know that not everybody is fine all the time. Yeah, and but, but the, the, you just touched on something really good, and that is what about women that are like, I can't tell people I'm not fine because the postman certainly doesn't have the time. He was like, hey, how are you? Well, today? he doesn't need yeah, to. Yeah. I can just say, I'm, you know, it's a tough day. Yeah, you know, yeah. thanks for asking. Just say thanks for asking. But what about like I I, I told you before the show um, that I have a girlfriend who who lost her husband in a motorcycle accident, and she would tell me that she'd go to church and people would say, Hey, how are you doing? You know, after for the <laughs> next six months after it right. happened, or even up to a year. And she said, Jenny, they don't really want to know no. how I'm doing because they don't want to hear that I'm falling apart, that I'm mm-hmm. that I'm crying every day, that I miss mm-hmm. my husband terribly. They don't want to hear it. So right. so what about? That guilt thing where you think, I can't really tell people I'm not doing okay because they don't want to hear the whole story. What do you do do with that? Well, I still think you share it in pieces. You can say, you know, it's not a good day, and then pause. Some people can't hear it. You know, if I am constantly needing to tell others what's going on, it's usually an indication that I don't have enough safe people in my life that I'm sharing with. So sometimes if I am just desperate out there to tell the postman or the lady at King Supers who's checking me out yeah. what's going on. Yeah. I need to backtrack and get some people in my life that I can share deeply with. So that can be an indication. But I think a lot of times we assume, because we do this ourselves, if we share something, someone has to be responsible for it. All of a sudden, if we tell someone we're having a horrible day, they think, well, i got to help fix that. And I don't know, and in the case of the motorcycle accident, I don't know what to do for this woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can take on the weight of that. Like, I didn't really need you to. I just needed the gift of sharing and being heard. That's yeah. all. And maybe there's, I mean, I think she felt inauthentic to say I'm fine, but, but, but she also did have a couple of close friends who were listening to her because I'm so fabulous. I, I don't mean it that way, but, I, no. but she had close friends who she was yeah. able to share with. So maybe you say, but you I know what? But I come up with a line. I, I, I can share up. it with other folks, so I don't need to share it with you. And you don't. You yeah. absolutely are not required to share you know, with everyone. So we get to choose who we share with. But I always, because I believe it's so important to show that not everyone is fine all the time. I do have that line that I use like, you know what? Today I'm doing okay. Yesterday, not so much, but today's better. Yeah. I just tried to bring balance into it. 
Yeah. And especially if I'm talking to someone where I'm having a good day and they're not, and I know they're in a really tough season. I, it, you know, I don't want to diminish them by being gushing about what's going on, but I believe a healthy balance in friendship is to rejoice with those who rejoice and suffer with those who suffer. Mm -hmm. So I, I do share what I'm joyful about, but then I might say, you know, and I'm thankful because last year didn't look like this. Yeah. So I try to bring some balance to it. That normalizes it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go to break, but I want to let you know that when we come back, Dale and I are going to continue to talk about this. I actually was reading in a devotion today called Reflections by a friend of a friend. Uh, her name is Celeste Barnard. And um, about how how we get to fine, how we can how we can balance out a bad attitude and get to fine. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the benefits of being honest and not saying I'm fine and how that can benefit us and our friendships and our walk with God. So, so stay tuned for the rest of Channel Mom right here with Dale Scram. We'll be right back. to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food, let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly, it's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chip Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. Hi, this is Jenny from Channel Mom, and I personally believe in the good work of Idra Haji. Because the camp is located in the town where I live, I've witnessed firsthand how Idra Haji draws children closer to Christ. Idra Haji is a Christian camp designed for kids who are ready to embrace new experiences, get closer to God, and enjoy classic camp activities like horse rides, zip lines, and a climbing wall. Idra Haji is nestled in the beautiful Rocky Mountains just outside of Bailey, Colorado. Sign your kids up for life-changing summer fun. Spots are filling fast. Visit IDRAA. H-A-J-E.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. So glad to have you on board today. Um, I'm excited to announce that next week we've got a really cool thing coming up with Mops International. Most folks know what Mops is. And uh, they're coming on board with Channel Mom. And they're going to do a segment a couple of times a month to help younger moms and speak to the issues they're dealing with. Um, super excited that the president... Uh, the new president, actually, of MOPS is coming in next week, Mandy. I'm always afraid I'm going to say her name wrong. Ariato, and, and she can correct me next week, but um, she's coming in to talk about it. So I hope you, if you're a young mom, especially mother of a preschooler, can, can listen to that next week. We're excited to have them on board. Okay, we're back with my friend, Dale Scram. She is a motivator of moms. She has a million topics that she talks to moms about in various places in the nation. She's working on a book. She's a mother of four. We're talking about the syndrome of saying, I'm fine when we're not. And what the dangers of that are for us and, and how that can be isolating and cut us off from people and we can feel weird and different. And, and you were, you said something about oversharing. Like, mm. like mm-hmm. if you're an oversharer, there's something <laughs> going on. The other day I was in the post office. I came out and I imitated the woman that was in line in front of me. I literally, I got her life story. She's like, well, so anyway, right. and she's literally standing and the clerk's just staring at her as she's talking back to me. She's like, well, that was when I got my divorce. And oh my goodness, let me tell you about that. I had a horrible attorney. And sure. how do I know this woman? I don't even right. know this woman. We and need she, to hook her up with a couple of Exactly. I lived about 15 minutes of her life, and I thought, does she need a hug? Should I should I be taking her to coffee? What's going on? You know, it was funny. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I I thought of her when Mm -hmm. I thought of oversharing. Hopefully, she's not listening and remembering me from the post office. Okay, I'm going to share with with folks how to get to find. But before I do that, 
you, Dale, wanted to share with for, with women. And just to remind folks, we're talking about that syndrome that a lot of women have. When asked, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. You say, I'm fine, mm-hmm. when you're not really fine. Mm-hmm. I forgot to start my timer, so I'm going to do that. Um, and and it, that can be isolating because then the other person um, thinks, oh, she's doing great. I can't tell her about mm-hmm. my problems. And then vice right. versa, if you're not doing well and mm-hmm. somebody else says I'm fine, mm-hmm. that can be isolating. I know that I've had, especially in my Christian life, friends that are always like, you know, just loving the Lord and everything's good. Right. And I think I can't even talk to you because right. I'm not perfect all the time. Right. So so tell me about the benefits of, of being real and not saying well, I'm fine. I, I think that gets to the connection piece because I've definitely had those women in my life. I've tried to be that woman in my own life back in my shiny days where these are the people that everything is going great and you admire them. You really like to be like them, especially when your life has fallen apart, but you just can't connect with them. Yeah. You can't go deeper with them. It's I always say they're so shiny, it's like we slide right off. So being honest and, and not being an I'm fine person all the time, it gives you some grit so that you have something to hold on to. So Because connection is promoted through weakness, not through strength. Mm-hmm. So it's when we share those tender moments. And again, it doesn't have to be a you know 15-minute monologue. Yeah. It can just be a little piece. But you can see that someone has just shared something. That's the kind of thing that makes me move closer to someone and think, I want to get to know them. And this is probably going to be a safe place that they can get to know me because I would love to be known and loved together. Usually we think we have to give one up. If we're known, we're never going to be loved. That's mm-hmm. why we do the I'm fine. Yeah, and as, as, as Christian women – for, for those who listen and, and are believers like like me and Dale, um, we're called to help other And frankly, mm-hmm. non-Christians are help, called to help other people. Mm-hmm. So if everyone's always fine, you can never uh, help anybody. You can't. Um, and, and Everybody's on stage. That, that's Everybody's right. trying that's right. to prove that they're doing good. And I think social media is partly oh, to blame for that. Oh, it's the worst because yeah. it's everybody's best moment on their best day. Yeah. You know? So how do you not get into to whining? Because sometimes I'm afraid if I tell people, I told you I'm embarrassed before God to say I'm not doing fine mm-hmm. because I know I should be grateful for my life. And I am. And mm-hmm. I always remind him, I'm really grateful, but I'm struggling mm-hmm. with this. Mm-hmm. How do we... How do we say I'm not okay, but not be negative whiners, complainers. Well, and, and sometimes it is just the negative part of life. So we can't completely disconnect from that. It, it Our lives are a balance. Yeah. So it is important to know that we can share fully. If we're going to be balanced, we share fully. But I think it's that piece of pausing that when we share something, then we do pause because we're not asking someone to take responsibility. When I start just oversharing, doing the TMI, in a way I'm yeah. looking to someone to take it for me. Yeah. You know, give me, some, tell me what to do. You know, make this better for me. So I think to maintain responsibility and kind of ownership of our struggle, I'm just sharing where I am. That's simply what I'm doing. If I need help, then that promotes humility, and it's I'll a, ask for it. It does. Thank you. And the other thing I'm thinking is that I told you I was crying this morning, and I could I could go into it. And if I did go into it, and I you know, maybe that's TMI for my audience, but I'm not perfect. Oh, and I think that's great. To yeah, know. yeah. And I was I, a lot of it has to do with raising teenagers. You just suddenly feel like <laughs> it makes you want to cry all it does. the time. Yes. It does, and and you feel like where are the days when they actually loved me and held I, me, and I and I was super cool, yeah. and 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 you just feel like your world's falling apart because they're gonna leave, and it just mm-hmm. ugh. If you love motherhood, it's hard. Teenage mm-hmm. dumb is hard. So I was crying and having a, a day, and. Um, but let me say this. I think sometimes when you're willing to admit that you're not doing okay, Ugh, it gets you through it. it. Well, that, and it makes you, and, and if they say, oh, let me tell you, I, I've been there too. Mm-hmm. And then everything becomes more real. You feel less like a weirdo, less mm-hmm. like a sinner, Absolutely. like a horrible person. And then if you do pause after you say, okay, let me tell you, I'm hurting. Me, even me telling you I'm struggling with raising mm-hmm. teens and you saying, oh girl, yeah. 
<laughs> then I'm willing now to accept help. Mm-hmm. So I don't stay in that negative place. And if mm-hmm. you want to say, well, let me let me tell you something that, that helps me on those days. Mm-hmm. Or, or let me tell you what, what now where my daughter's at now that mm-hmm. she's in her 20s. Or whatever. That, that now you're not just being a negative complainer because you're open to getting help for I your I think that is feelings. big. If Usually we are complaining when we are just venting and that's it. We don't want change. Yeah. And there are seasons, especially in the beginning of a very hard struggle, where you just need to vent. Yeah. And, and, and then be sensitive to the fact that it will come. Where you Because most people are so uncomfortable, they want to rush us to happy. And that takes a little time. But there is the piece where then we have to say, okay, so what can I do? What can I do? And yeah. that's that humility piece. Yeah. Asking for help for what we need. And, um, but maintaining it. It's my piece. It is my, and, and you want to talk about balance. I'm going to have you get to that when I ask you my last question about how we pass this on to our kids, mm-hmm. how, how they see us being real, mm-hmm. but not overly real, um, how they can see us going from say, yeah, I'm admitting I'm not fine, but then getting back on track to, to not being depressed for six years. Mm-hmm. Um, our kids need to see that. I was reading this devotion this morning and it was really helpful to me after I was sobbing for an hour, mm-hmm. um, half an hour, an hour. It's all the same. Um, <laughs> it felt like six years. Um, okay. So she's, she's talking about women not feeling where they should be. Uh, that they're, mm-hmm. they're not where they should be. Mm-hmm. And she says in, in this devotion, it's Celeste Bernard, and she says, I went to Bible college and I thought I heard your voice on so many things, but now I'm stuck in a dead-end job mm-hmm. or I'm stuck at home wiping poop and runny noses all day. You know, and, and she's saying, let me just tell you, the Lord is not done with you. Mm-hmm. And, and she, um, I, I wish I could find the other part. She talks about how we all, we often will feel like we're not where we should be. Mm-hmm. Um, she said this, as for me, I'm in a little more solitude than I have been in the mm-hmm. past without my closest friends to lean on. God has been telling me to stop looking back on what I had. He wants me to fully trust him. And I think often when women are not feeling fine, and I was guilty of this mm-hmm. this morning, you're looking back on the good old days when my kids mm-hmm. were, you know, three and seven mm-hmm. and they thought I was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved mothering little cute babies. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm looking ahead like I should be doing more and I, I should know. be more successful and I should be helping my husband. You know, shoulds or killers. Yeah, all those shoulds expectations. Or yes. you know, and so so I, I just want to say this devotion made me feel better because I thought she gets it. Mm-hmm. We, we all lament the things we should have done or the things we want to be doing or the things we don't feel right about currently that we're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Shoulds it, suck the hope out of life. And so when we go, go, go. live yeah. with women who do not say I'm fine, it brings hope back in so that we can hear other people's stories. Yeah, I went through that and I got over it. And mm-hmm. this is how it happened. Or I went through that and it took a while. And I had three friends who went through it. And this is their story. We need the hope of knowing that our universal struggles can be overcome. And yeah. if we're not sharing, we don't know those stories. Yeah, that's good. You can't get to the solution if you don't no. share. No, if you there's no problem. It, why yeah. would we need a solution? If you fake, fake mm-hmm. it and say, I'm fine. Again, leaves us all alone to figure out what God said I provide resources to help you with this, yeah. but we need to activate them. And when somebody else says I'm fine and they're not, it's also isolating. So we're, we're all, it just perpetuates it. Yeah, all. and mm-hmm. I think that's one reason women and moms in particular can struggle with comparison and lack mm-hmm. of friends. Absolutely, because no one's being real. Right, we're all having margaritas in Mexico on right. Facebook. Right, you, you know, and it's like okay. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, you don't know that you know there's a teenage son throwing up in the background mm-hmm. or what. You know, mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. didn't happen to me. I'm not saying that happened to me, <laughs> but <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah. So so let's get to the last question what is the key to being honest and how does it help a mom and her kids to answer honestly so how how do we get to that admitting when we're not fine but not you know groveling in that i everything is awful all the time place true as 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 a a, a, how do we 
what I'm trying to say is how do we show our kids how to do this right? Mm-hmm. And and you are big on balance. So just take off. That's on that. what it is. It really is the balance. And I think it's all in the modeling. You know, that my girls see me in front of my friends. They they hear me crying on the phone to my friends, but they also hear me sharing great things. When they uh-huh. see us together, they see the balance. They hear their stories. Yes, we have great moments and we have hard moments, and we're here through it all. You know, a friend loves at all times. That I'm not trying to rush people to happy because it's making me so uncomfortable. I'm not trying to prove to God that I am super faithful because I'm always, always just appreciative. I mean, Jesus lived a life of pure appreciation and he struggled, you know, he's in the garden and he is, you know, just struggling. So, you know, appreciation, it, it lands on both sides. We have to go through struggle to really enjoy the joy. Yeah. It's all good stuff. I just think it's in the modeling. And it's what I encourage them to do. It's why we do highs and lows at dinner. And sometimes my girls go, I have highs. I'm like, give me a low. Just give me one low because I don't want to raise plastic children. Right. Good for you. And and also it teaches our kids to go to God when we're real and well, it's, it's how we today. know how to pray for each other and help each other yeah. and check in on Amen. each other. Amen. Yeah. Dale Scram, you're a blessing. We like to bring on Dale a couple of times a year, maybe three or four, and uh, you'll be back. Uh, tell people to. how they can find you. Uh, you can find me on my website, which is uh, dalescram.com. You can find me through Facebook, same thing. Um, those are the main ways. S-K-R-A-M. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dale's a blessing. She supports Channel Mom, and, and we love her. We so, love that. Yes, yes, we love Channel Mom. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Yes, she's an endorser for me. You know, we do get letters um, and, and emails and women coming up to us, and, and usually it's me, and, and saying how much they needed to hear that their job's important, that they're they're doing a good thing to be committed to motherhood, that even if they don't feel the thanks or the appreciation, that they need to hear, they need to be supported, they need they need love. We go into prisons, we go into homeless shelters, we go to churches, we go to business groups, we go to the media, and we tell moms how important they are. So we'd be honored if you could help us do this um, and, and support us so that we don't have to go away, that we can be mm-hmm. there for moms like you. So go to Channel Mom, just pray about it and, and see if you're meant to support. Go to channelmom.com and click the donate to channel mom button we got all kinds of little fun prizes you can Mm -hmm. get and so forth and uh we've also got a 5k coming up a fundraiser on october 7th we'd love it if you'd be part of that so god bless you moms Mm -hmm. thanks for all you do have a beautiful weekend if you enjoy what you hear on channel mom radio and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families then why don't you come alongside the efforts of channel mom we'd like to offer you our partner package today We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us. To put this show on the air and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.